0: Hello again, and welcome back to that thing with James. I'm your host, James. Today I am wearing a full, complete Adidas tracksuit. It's an early birthday gift. I'm recording this Sunday, December twelfth, so it's not quite my birthday yet. Even though uh, I just released some like preemptive birthday special episodes. Um, but yeah, I got this tracksuit, this Adidas tracksuit, as an early birthday gift, and I was kind of going for the squatting Slav thing. You know, if you're not familiar, just type in Google "squatting Slavs," and uh, it's I guess it's just a thing Slavs do is they squat in tracksuits, and you know they generally have a gold chain. I don't have a gold chain, but I do have my uh, confirmation necklace, my St. James confirmation necklace because, uh, well, I was raised Catholic. So, Um, Where was I going with this? Yes. So I thought I was going for a squatting slav thing, and I put on the whole outfit, and it turns out I look more like a football coach, like soccer football coach. And ideally, I would want it to be like a French kind of a football coach sort of thing. But I think I ended up looking a bit more English, a bit more English, careful spot, a slice of spotted dick. I God save the queen. Chin chin. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's German. Uh, so I made a little TikTok video about that very topic, about me maybe uh, wishing I looked like a French football coach, but probably looking more English. Uh, and then I uh, commenced to making fun of the English, oh, God save the coin, <laughs> I just did that, I didn't say anything derogatory, I was just being stupid, like goofy, but not derogatory. I post the video and not a minute later, I get a notification that TikTok has given me a content violation notice, and they removed the audio from my video. They kept the video up, but they removed the audio, which I find very bizarre because there are always, like, OnlyFans girls popping up on my For You page who are simulating um, very enthusiastic um not cunnilingus uh what's the word what what's what is it bj um fellatio yes fanatic fellatio feminines simulating sucky sucky on my for you page always pop it up and i'm not looking for them they just pop up which i'm like aren't there kids on this app like who's Who's really getting um, catered toward uh, toward on this app? Um, unless they're looking at my search history, which they wouldn't find anything bad, because I know how to uh, you know go incognito, use fucking incognito. But so you've got you've got people simulating very blatant sexual acts, but then I am fully clothed. I'm not simulating anything. I'm just making a dumb face and talking like a Brit to make fun of the British. And I get a content violation and the audio removed. I guess, I guess the Royal family has some in on, uh, TikTok. So user beware. If you're gonna come at the royal family, I guess don't miss because uh, they got that shit on lockdown. Speaking of uh, simulated fallatio, something something kind of funny happened on Twitter recently. If if you are not brain rotted on the internet like I am, well, you've come to the right place. Well, that is if you're curious about getting your brain rotted or or if you want some some uh, news disseminated from the brain rot community you've come to the right place because i have news for you Nancy Reagan was is she still alive let me see is Nancy Reagan still alive Nancy Reagan let me look this up i don't know if she's dead or not yet um okay she died in 2016 so Nancy Reagan was supposedly, evidently, word on the street through the grapevine has it that Nancy Reagan was the throat goat. Bum, bum, bum. But before I get any further into that, I've got two more bits of pieces of news before we get into the Nancy Reagan. Was she really the throat goat and how did this discourse begin? Um, first bit of news, I just found out, and it's unfortunate, I, I put these episodes out a week later, so that's always old news, Well maybe it's new news to you. Um, first bit of news, I just found out this morning, uh, December 12th, that uh, I didn't know if it happened today, but I just found out that Anne Rice died. The author of... The Vampire Chronicles, you know, Interview with the Vampire, Vampire Lestat, Queen of the Damned, uh, The Witching Hour, so on and so forth. Um, She had, and I'm sure I've talked about it on here before, a really big impact on the direction my life took. That is just like her works. Um, She died at the age of 80, uh, passed due to, I guess, what I read was uh, complications from a stroke so that's sad news we lost a great one and i'm not hearing much about it which is kind of fucked up because um i think she's being underestimated here she's being underrated she had a huge fucking influence on on culture so rest in peace Anne rice um but happy wherever you are maybe you get to be with stan your long past husband so there's that news second bit of news is Cowboy bebop the live adaptation on Netflix has been canceled so let me just uh skip through this uh kotaku.com article written by Luke Plunkett um, posted Thursday so that would have been what the 10th or something um title ca- uh, Netflix cancels Cowboy bebop after one season Hollywood Re- The Hollywood Reporter has the news this evening that Netflix's live adaptation of classic anime series Cowboy Bebop has been cancelled after just one season. The series, which was somewhat anticipated prior to release, at least based on what little we had to go on, reportedly uh, had decent viewership figures uh, of 74 million hours worldwide during its first week after launching on November 19th. But those numbers went through the floor in the week after dropping 59%. Hollywood Reporters says that um, Netflix looked at those numbers, looked at the cost of the show, and decided to pull the plug. While its cancellation will break few hearts, <laughs> it must be frustrating for fans to see, once again, a beloved anime, given the adaptation treatment uh, by a major Western studio or platform-only for that new take to fall flat and disappoint fans, so yesterday I took to Twitter. I, I made I, I asked the Twitterverse, and I got a whopping one response. But I wonder if uh, if there were a an adaptation of Cowboy Bebop that would do the source material justice. Who? could pull it off? Like what pretty well-known director would be able to pull it off? Um, one person, the one person replied said, I can think of uh, a couple people, but I'm not sure they'd be able to, you know, not turn it into their own thing. Uh, and I think I know what they're talking about because they replied, uh, sort of, uh, basically I replied I Two people that come to my mind would be Quentin Tarantino and Martin Scorsese, which, you know, white guy who went to college, how fucking average is that? They, he loves both of them. But they're fucking great directors. Now, the problem is, at least with Quentin Tarantino, I feel, um, I think he could do Cowboy Bebop justice. However, I don't know that he would be able to not turn it into a Tarantino thing. Now, this is all. This is all um, assuming that it would not be directed by the anime's director. Um, what is it? Hotiro uh, Watanabe. I'm pretty sure is his last name. Watanabe. Um, if he didn't direct it, which he did, Watanabe did direct like a five minute short that uh, is sort of Cowboy Bebop, but, you know, he his experience has been in animation, directing animation. So he would have a learning curve to do live action. So I say set him aside about who could do Watanabe and everyone else that was involved in the anime, uh, who could do their vision uh, and their work justice. Um, and as I said, I, Quentin Tarantino could perhaps do it. However, he would have to not Tarantino it up. And I don't know if he would be capable of doing that. I think Tarantino is fucking great. And he definitely works within his pocket. Um, But, you know, I, I just can't shake the feeling that maybe he would just... Try to make it like every other Tarantino movie. Um, you know, throw in his own music and everything and just say, okay, I see what you did here, I'm gonna take it and make it my own. I think if you're going to do Cowboy Bebop justice, you can't really make it your own. You have to stay truthful to the original tone because it's just so um the word idiosyncratic comes to mind. It's just so unique in one of a one of its kind, you can't really do it, like, yeah. it'd be hard to take, like, a Edgar Allan Poe and say, okay, I'm gonna take The Raven and make it my own short story, I'm gonna make my own adaptation of The Raven, which would be, I, don't know. I mean, you could do that, because it's a bit older, I don't know, I, animation's a hard one to fucking pull off and it's failed more often than not, way, way more often than not. Now, someone who I do, however, think would be able to pull it off, at least of the uh, directors that I know of, which are Americans mostly, would be Scorsese. I think Scorsese could pull it off and I think that he's proven that um, he does have his own Style. He has his own vision. However, I feel he has proven, uh, throughout his, you know, catalog of work. I think he has proven that he can, um, a- adapt and adopt other people's visions. Whereas Tarantino would get stuck in it being a kind of campy Tarantino thing, um, and, and that's not to say that the original anime, Cowboy Bebop, lacks any sort of camp. Of course it uses camp, but it uses it um, wisely. It doesn't go overboard with it like the Netflix adaptation did. Um, but Scorsese, I think, would be able to. He has the capacity to and would be able to pull off... Um, a, 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 a live adaptation to Cowboy Bebop That would do the show justice That's my two cents um, And I'm sure there are Other directors that I know of Who could probably pull it off um, I think a big issue Would be suits Getting in the way And that's always the fucking problem with shows Movies, TV, uh, animation Anything, suits Get in the way um, But in a perfect world I think Scorsese could pull it off for sure. Um, who do you think? is there? Are there any other directors that maybe I'm just having trouble thinking of or any that I might not know about? I'd really like to hear what you think. Who, if there had to be a, another adaptation of Cowboy Bebop, and if it were done well, if it did the original justice and actually fucking pulled it off, What director, and I say it it needs to be just one director, uh, what director do you believe would be able to pull it off? And let's say they don't even have to be alive. We can even say some dead directors. Um, Oh, God, who's the guy who directed Popeye? I bet he could pull it off. What was his name? Robert? Um, Popeye, movie director from the 70s or 80s. Robert Altman, I bet Robert Altman could pull it off. That's something, um, and I want I want to hear some uh, women directors too, or or non NB directors. Uh, give me some directors. Hit me up uh, if you're watching this on YouTube. Put it in the comments if you're listening and you didn't know I've got this show on. Uh, it's on video. It's on YouTube. It's the exact same show, same audio, but with my pretty face on it. Um, so yeah if you didn't know there's a youtube version of this show go check it out and please if if you haven't done so already subscribe to this show if your audio or video subscribe uh write a good review write a nice comment share the show with literally every piece of matter within this here universe in which we find ourselves kicking yeah that would be fucking great um and, and, and yeah, yeah but to the question, who do you think could pull it off? You can write a comment or you can email me. I have a, uh, an email that thing with James at gmail.com. Um, if you email me your idea of who and how you think Cowboy Bebop could be pulled off well, like the right way. Uh, I would love to read that on air. That would be fucking great that thing with james at gmail.com or you could slide into my dms i'm on um, instagram twitter and tiktok my handle is at james j asher it's on all three and while you're at it if you are so inclined and if you didn't know already i release one bonus episode every week one new bonus episode every week Um, And you can get a link to that and all the other bonus episodes I've recorded and released. You can get links to those uh, via my Patreon, which is patreon.com slash that thing with James. So you get to support this show and it's cheap starts at five bucks a month and there are other benefits I offer. I, I can shout you out like in the description, in the show description. Uh, I can shout you out verbally and there's even a tier in which I will send, hand write and mail to you a thank you note uh, thanking you for your patronage and, and your support. Uh, and of course, yeah, you get access to bonus episodes. So, if if uh, you're not supporting the show already, I invite you to come check it out. Come try it out. Patreon.com/slash that thing with James. Um, I'm, and I just remembered. I almost forgot. I have a subreddit r/slash that thing with James. If you want to take this cowboy bebop conversation there, bring it on. If you've got like cowboy bebop memes or anything like that, because I. I I fucking love Cowboy Bebop. It's like one of my favorite things in the world. Um, you know, start the conversation on my subreddit r/slash that thing with James, or just share shit posts and 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 shitty memes. I like that kind of stuff. Share some videos. Share some uh, links to topics for me to talk about. Um, I'm always looking for content. That's a one man show here for the most part. Um, and if you're interested on being the show, on the show, send me an email. And if you want me on your show, send me an email. Anyway, all, that's all the business. That's all done. Let's get back to this article here. So, uh, Why Let's cancel Cancellation Will Break Few Hearts. Uh, that's pretty fucking funny right there. Let's see. Um, this is still the Kotaku thing. We wrote that the show needed some color, but it also needed a lot more than that. Despite the enthusiasm and clear love for the source material from the cast and crew, side note, I could see that. They really did love it. And I did hear one take, um, I think it was on a Cowboy Bebop podcast. Um, I think one of the issues might have been that there were just too many cooks in the kitchen. Too many people had too many different ideas and everyone was trying to pack it all in together. Um but let's continue reading here. The adaptation fundamentally failed to understand what makes anime and Cowboy Bebop in particular so special in its original format, leading to a live-action series that underwhelmed in almost every area except for its soundtrack and Cho's starring performance. I think um, the main gang, um, Cho and uh, Pineda, and God damn it! I free. Oh fuck! Who played Jet Black? Oh God, I know Mustafa Shakir. No wonder I didn't remember it. Mustafa Shakir. Um, and Bo Billingsley played the uh, voice for the original in the uh, in the anime, the the Amer- the English dub. Uh, Shakir, the three main folks. I think they did a fantastic job. Um, did it exactly fit the character, not necessarily, except for Mustafa Shakir. He fucking did jet black justice. The writers didn't, but Mustafa sure as fuck did. I mean, he was jet black and and he got um, the English voice act, English speaking voice actors voice down too. That was good. But anyway, here's something from the AV club, uh, summed it up with quote, and I wish, I wish my take was as good as this, but I, I read this this morning. Unlike the anime, the live action series sometimes feel like it's, feels like it's embarrassed to be associated with any of this. Things that the original expects you to just accept, like character names, are questioned and underlined and over-explained here. Iconic lines or songs are dropped like someone was checking them off a list, and other moments directly pulled from the source material are needlessly expanded to to clearly spell out characters' motivations. If there's a cool thing from anime... This Cowboy Bebop will fight like hell to make it sillier or stupider. Andre Nemec's... Excuse me. Andre Nemec's adaptation doesn't trust the audience, nor does it trust itself. It plasters over that lack of confidence with a sense of cartoonish detachment in the sets and the performances that practically say we're not taking any of this too seriously, so you don't have to either, end quote. I think that's a pretty good adaptation. And then the top comment on this article says, um, uh, from someone named Bergie. They say, I mean, they added the original anime like two weeks before the premiere, talking about Netflix, which is true, I noticed that. Whatever do you think... Of the show, Netflix, that's what they said. Whatever do you think of the show, Netflix decided to give us the original right there and thus invite as much comparison as possible. At least one person, me, decided to give the anime a go, third time for my girlfriend, and then saw the previews and thought, nah. Also, As someone who was avoiding it because friends hyped it a little too much during my teenage years, holy shit, that show deserves every bit of praise it got. What a terrible choice for live-action adaptation. Agreed. Um, Yeah. Yeah. I think that about sums it up. Um, They just, yeah, they weren't confident in the source. They weren't sure who it was for. They... And that's just kind of common. Netflix has so much bullshit and, and they keep raising the fucking price and keep making shitty content. There's some good stuff every now and then, but I can remember a time when there was like, if there was a movie you, you wanted to watch, you could go find it, especially if it was like from the seventies or something. But now it's like 99% crap. The original series, Netflix original you know, productions, movies and series are not great. Usually, um, it's just fucking disappointing. And that's what happens when you, uh, as Vonnegut said, sort of loosely here, when you're writing, write for just one person, because if you open your window to the whole world, you're going to catch pneumonia. So that's, that's it for... Uh, <laughs> and that's it, and that's it for the Netflix Cowboy Bebop adaptation. So now. Back to the Nancy Reagan thing. Nancy Reagan being the throat goat. What the fuck is that about? If you don't know who Nancy Reagan is, how old are you? And why are you watching this? You need to go change your diapers. Nancy Reagan was a wife to one of the many demons of the United States of America's history, Ronald Reagan. Nancy Reagan, apparently was the throat goat. I just started seeing this like yesterday on Twitter. People were saying, I just want to get the phrase Nancy Reagan throat goat out of my head. I I would sell my soul to get that out of my head. And I'm like, what the fuck are these people talking about? So I I pulled up a few uh, disparate articles here. We're just going to stumble through this stuff, all right? Um, So here's a good place maybe to start r slash out of the loop on reddit um Dustinius posts what's going on with nancy reagan being the quote-unquote throat goat recently i've been seeing posts going around talking about nancy reagan being notorious for her head game multiple comments in this thread allude to it but this isn't the first place i've seen it and then someone posted a link to old, old school cool on reddit what is this? I didn't even see this. Former First Lady Nancy Reagan, circa 1940s, for no particular reason. Uh, and then someone comment. oh, God, there's a whole fucking thread here of people posting a day ago. Throat goat, LOL. Blowjob queen of Burbank, if I remember correctly. Yeah, apparently it's in, like, books, like, in biographies and shit like that, that Nancy Reagan was very popular in Hollywood and especially on the MGM lot because apparently um, the the Queen's head game was strong and, uh, you know, she was very generous with it. Rumor has it. Rumor has it. Um, Let's see. I heard she could start a leaf, uh, sucks. start a leaf blower. Uh, let's see. This person says, also a prejudiced bitch that did not help during the beginning of the AIDS crisis. Both her and her husband don't ever t- deserve to be in old school cool. Agree. They are horrible demon people. And if there is a hell, and if there is any sort of universal justice, I certainly hope they are burning. Um, let's see. Oh, (laughs) that's why she hated gays stiff competition. Um let's see. That dress was black at the start of the evening. (laughs) She's wearing a white dress in this picture. Okay. So, um, let's see here. So there's an answer on the out of the loop thing here from Snowback McGee. Uh, Hopefully, that's not a derogatory thing. Snow back. Uh, they say, Answer a conservative Twitterer who happens to be Ben Shapiro's sister. That would be Abby Shapiro. And um, I don't care. I don't care. Uh, all I have to say about her is, Mommy. Sorry. Mommy. Sorry. Mommy. <laughs> Conservative Twitterer, who happens to be Ben Shapiro's sister, tried to compare Madonna at the age of 63 with Nancy Reagan at the age of 63 by claiming Madonna has lived a trashy life. I saw this picture, and by the way, Madonna's still looking good. Yeah, she's got work, but it's decent looking. Uh, Madonna's fucking babe still. A responder posted this rebuttal with an excerpt from Kitty Kelly's book, about the Reagans, in which Nancy Reagan, um, nay, Davis, Nancy Davis, was known throughout Hollywood for her head game. Oh, someone on Twitter said that she was working at Burlington Throat Factory. Oh, and see this person, throw away a you day, says, I've heard that Ben Shapiro's sister is an absolute milk truck. Mm-hmm. This is, um, I'm not going to disagree with that. Um, I think her and her brother are fucking scum like the Reagans, but, uh, oh, mommy. Mm. Goddamn. I had to get a drink of kombucha to get that that conservative flavor out of my mouth. Mm. So let's look at this Twitter thing here this person posted. Zach Hitzel. Okay, yeah, so... At Classically Abby, that's Abby Shapiro, said, This is Madonna at 63. Side note, looking fucking good. Uh, And then this is Nancy Reagan at 64. Side note, looking fucking old. Trashy living versus classic living. Which version of yourself do you want to be? So Abby Shapiro, she's into like the trad wife sort of fucking thing because she's conservative psycho. Um and her husband is totally in the closet, totally in the closet. That seems to be the case with, like, all these conservative hotties, these uh, young, you know, millennial-age conservative hotties. Their husbands are totally um, playing Nancy Reagan. <clears throat> okay, so this person, at Zach H- Heltzel, replies, Uh, a screenshot from something, from the Village Voice. And it says, according to Kitty Kelly's biography, Nancy Reagan, quote, was renowned in Hollywood for performing oral sex, end quote. Just say yes, Nancy, in the days when she was Nancy Davis. Oh my God, they called her just say yes, Nancy? I mean, this is fucked up. Also, it's equally fucked up because of how well, how women are treated and how, how do I put this? Uh, um, how the, what, 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 my, my words are failing me here. Um, sex power exploitation happens all over the world in every industry. However, it uh, is particularly egregious within the entertainment industry and it has been for a long time and there are horrible, horrible, horrible people within the entertainment industry who have an insane amount of power who get away with horrible, horrible, horrible acts of abuse just like in politics same goes for hollywood and broadway horrible acts of abuse abuse happen every fucking day and most of it 99.999999999999% of it you will never hear about and it's fucking disgusting but st- so you can hold two things at once in your head. If, if you're mature enough, I say, and I don't mean to be derisive here, but as you mature, hopefully, a good sign of maturity in in my eyes is being able to hold in your mind two seemingly disparate or, or two separate ideas at the same time. Hold two ideas as being equally valid. So, yes... Um, um, you know, patriarchy, toxic, toxic masculinity and, and capitalism and exploitation and abuse, sexual abuse and this, uh, these things are bad. Also, Nancy Reagan was bad. It's not good that she possibly might have been exploited. I don't know. I haven't researched this topic enough. Uh, I don't condone abuse, even if it happens to a bad person, just because the act of abuse is a bad thing. However, Nancy Reagan was also a fucking demon, in my opinion. So let's keep reading here. Just say yes, Nancy, in the days when she was Nancy Davis, was known to give the best blowjob in town, quote, not only in the evening, but in offices. That was one of the reasons that she was very popular on the MGM lot, end quote. It must have made her very popular with Ronnie as well. Also, fun fact, Ronald Reagan's nickname for Nancy was, get this, mommy. Yeah. Oh yeah. Nancy Reagan, throat goat. Let's look this up. Um, Ronald... Reagan, Mommy, Nancy. What the fuck? Let's see here. Yeah, Ronald often called Nancy Mommy, and she called him Ronnie. Talk about Captain What the Fuck Ever from The Boys. Oh, God, what was his name? The Boys characters. If you haven't seen The Boys, uh, it's Homelander. Homelander. Yeah, Homelander's got like a weird mommy hang-up. Uh, with uh, women who are his superiors, and there's, like, this weird fucking psychosexual thing with this guy who's, like, a, an evil Superman. Uh, if you haven't seen The Boys, I highly recommend it. It's a great fucking show. Very dark, very graphic, very heavy, but good. And also funny, too. But, yeah, there's a character, Homelander, who's got a weird mommy, psychosexual kink and psychosis thing going on. And uh, well, it sounds like uh, Ronald did too, which also another fun fact about the Reagans is they had an astrologer. And it, is it this Kitty Kelly? Let me see here. Kitty Kelly. uh No, she was the American journalist, Catherine Kitty Kelly. Um, so Ronald, the Reagans consulted. Let me type this up. So the Reagans made so many huge power decisions. I'm talking like international, like diplomatic policies at the behest of this woman named Joan Quigley. Joan Cecil Quigley, who was a San Francisco-based astrologer who gave astrological advice to the Reagan White House in the 1980s. So they, uh, both Mommy and Ronnie, Mommy the Throat Goat and Ronnie, the, both of them the fucking demons, consulted this astrologer, Joan Quigley, uh, to get their reads on anything, be it personal or policy-wise. I think that probably deserves its own fucking episode right there. So, anyway, I wonder if there's any more about this Throko thing. Uh, Late actress Nancy Reagan, blah, blah, blah. YouTube, blah, blah, blah. I'm just skimming over this article. Eh, eh. Nothing really new here. So that, that about sums it up. There you go. I wonder if there's anything else in the comments here. Answer this tweet drew attention. Uh, let's see. Oh, God. Yeah. Here's a good one. So, Flew the Koopa says, I feel like uh, your turn of phrase deserves some recognition. Just say yes, Nancy is so perfect for the queen of just say no. Yeah. These are the people who consulted a fucking astrologer before pumping crack cocaine into poor neighborhoods, particularly poor black neighborhoods. Yeah, that's a thing. And basically waged war on homosexuals, um, waged war on the mentally ill by shutting down fucking mental hospitals uh, worldwide. Uh, These were horrible fucking people. The Reagans. Absolute. I don't know if I would say they were the start of the true rolling down the hill for this shithole country, but uh, that was definitely the uh, catalyst, the acceleration. Uh, they were the accelerationists of the collapse of this fucking empire. Uh, let's see. Is there any other thing here worth saying? Let's see. Answer Ben Shapiro's sister posted a tweet slut shaming madonna by comparing her to conservative picture of nancy reagan in her later years another twitter user pointed out that nancy was very sexually active in her earlier years being known for blowjobs reddit and a lot of twitter have decided to take that appropriate response to the crass slut shaming of shapiro's uh sister uh, god damn redditor people are so bad at writing Anyway, you know, that just fucking threw me off this bad grammar. uh, slut shame, Nancy Reagan until her great great granddaughters feel it and a story for that comment. So yeah, there you go. that's that's it for this episode. and uh again, stick around, check out the bonus episode. I'm gonna be talking about the Kellogg's strike and uh all the fucking people who just died like. Over the past 48 hours, as of me recording this right now, all the fucking people who died in workplaces that forced them to continue working in a fucking tornado, while a fucking tornado was coming at them, employers were forcing these people to continue working, and many, many, many people died just before Christmas. Um, So if you want to hear that and other bonus episodes, become a patron at patreon.com slash that thing with James. As always, thank you so much for checking out the show. I love you. I'll see you next time. Bye.